0: America is an amazing country filled with wonderful people who do incredible things. But too often, the media and liberal politicians ignore big parts of our nation and the people who make it work. So I'm speaking with leaders and policymakers who deal with real problems every day. I'm Ronna McDaniel, and this is Real America. Today's guest needs no introduction, President Donald J. Trump. President Trump, welcome to Real America. I'm so thrilled sure. to have you here. I'm a little nervous because I watched The Apprentice. You had the number one show in America forever and ever. Any tips, anything you want to give me?
1: Well, I just think uh, if you are yourself, you're going to do very okay. well. Okay, Robbie, great. you have a, You have a great way about you. <laughs> you're going to be very successful. Thank you.
0: I, normally, I go into a little background and more personal, but there's so much happening on the world stage right now. You are sorely missed. We are watching what's unfolding in Ukraine You were so tough tough on Putin. You made us energy independent. You were tough on Nord Stream 2. You went to NATO and said it's time for these countries to defend themselves. What do you think right now of the media trying to say that you weren't tough on Putin?
1: Well, it's a corrupt media. We have a very corrupt media in this country. I think I've done a a few things in terms of uh, exposing that, to put it mildly. They are absolutely terrible. They don't want to talk about immigration. They don't want to talk about election fraud. They don't want to talk about a lot of other things, and then they'll give you the opposite narrative. Uh, there was never anybody tougher in Russia than I was, and I would say that Putin would, if he was being honest, he would say that. Uh, the sanctions I put on, I was the one that ended Nord Stream. Exactly. Uh, there was never anybody even close. I mean, Nord Stream to them, Nord Stream 2 was the biggest thing. Nobody ever even heard of it until I came along complained, and then I shut it down And there was never anything so big that happened to Russia, shutting down Nord Stream 2. And then Biden came in and he opened it up almost immediately. I couldn't believe it. And now we are where we are. It's a disgrace. Uh, The other thing, uh, we are uh, and were just a little while ago, energy independent. We were producing more energy by far than Russia or Saudi Arabia. We're going to be double the size of both in a very short period of time, probably by within 12 months. But we were energy independent for the first time in more than 72 years. And that was a killer for Russia because we brought the price of energy down. We were down for, at $30 a barrel, $32 a barrel, $40 a barrel. Exactly. And actually much less than that for a period of time. And nobody had ever seen anything. And that was uh, certainly tough for Russia and other countries because they had to go out and they had to compete with those prices. So and, and now they're making a fortune with what's going on. And we're buying energy from Russia.
0: What is this crazy? So now we're at $112 a barrel, and it's fluctuating. It's way up. We're funding this war. Yeah. You made us energy independent, which also made us safer. And I don't think a lot of people understand, and you said this on the campaign trail a lot, we have to have manufacturing in this country because what if we go to war? We need yeah. to have energy independence. You also said at CPAC, you're the only president in the 21st century where— Putin did not go after land. He did it under Bush. He did it under Obama. He's done it under Biden. What do you say about Biden taking this Russian oil?
1: He took over Georgia. He took over Crimea. He took over—now he's taken over—it looks like he's taken over the world, the way Biden talks. And during my four years—in fact, I watched Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd the other day, which is not often that I watch him. (laughs) And he asked, I guess, Blinken a question. How come this didn't happen during the four years that Trump was president— And you know what the answer was? I don't know, but I can tell you why. We were very tough on Russia, and they knew this would never have happened had the election not been rigged. This would have been so easy. And by the way, that includes China, because China is going to be making a move soon, in my opinion, on uh, Taiwan, and Beijing is uh, up for grabs if you look at it. Uh, China is going to make a move, and a very strong move, on Taiwan. And I would say sooner rather than later. Now the Olympics, I was saying after the Olympics, now the Olympics is over. They see what fools we made of ourselves in getting out of Afghanistan the way they got out. Uh, I got it down to 2,000 soldiers, and the rest was easy. And there's never been anything so mishandled, so bungled, so incompetent. And I think that's actually a big reason why the problem you have with Ukraine, I think when Putin and when Xi and when Kim Jong-un and when the Iranians are watching that, the Iranian leaders— uh, I think they saw what happened in Afghanistan, and I think that gave them uh, a new sense of power and dignity.
0: And, and and you look at what you did with Syria, you look at what you did with Soleimani, there is no question that you would have been responding. And they knew that because strength is your calling card, and nobody would have crossed you. And I believe that 100%. What do you say to the people of Ukraine right now as they're struggling?
1: It's so sad because, you know, I was the one that got them the anti-tank killers, the javelins, as they call them. And in fact, I just heard, it was uh, recent, we sent quite a few others and the Biden Biden administration stopped them. So uh, that came out today because we were sending more. And that's really what's kept them in the game, those anti-tank busters. And they were uh, lethal and they were great. And they said Obama sent blankets and Trump exactly. sent the anti tank busters. And, uh, you know, it was, uh, incredible. But we had many more ordered too. And uh, they were all set to go. And you know what happened? He, they said, don't send them. It's, uh, very sad when I look at what's going on. And this could be, I mean, this could be, I guess, millions of lives. If you really think, you know, when they're shooting at apartment houses and the buildings are collapsing, there are a lot of people in those buildings. And they don't talk about it. You know, they say two people were injured. No, no. no. Many no, people were killed. It's all a lot of nonsense. And uh, buildings are coming down left and right. They're being obliterated, and there are a lot of people in those buildings. Uh, this is a modern-day disaster.
0: Not only did you make us stronger with our national security, but our country was so much stronger with you. were here with our border, with energy independence, with jobs. I, I do want to ask you a question because you're so successful. You're from New York. But you always understood the common American, that average American, and right now they're really struggling. They can't fill their gas tanks, their home heating bills are up. They're paying three hundred and fifty six a month more in inflation. Right. You were a voice for them. What do you say to those people right now?
1: Well, I think the party is still a voice for Mm -hmm. me. If you look at Hispanics, if you look at African-American, Asian-American, we've taken in so many people that we never would have taken in if it wasn't for Make America Great. Me, uh, a whole group, you, a lot of people, we all worked on it very hard. And, you know, we have a much bigger, much more powerful party. We're going to do fantastically well. We did great in 2020. We did much better than we did in 2016. Exactly. I mean, we got 12 million more votes. Most votes ever gotten by a sitting president. And, uh, you know, a lot of bad things happened. We picked
0: up a lot of house seats. You had major coattails. You helped the whole ticket. We
1: had tremendous coattails. And, uh, Texas was 33 and 0 the other day. We won 33 or, uh, in a few cases, they're in primaries, but they're way ahead. We had a tremendous night in Texas two days ago and, uh, I think people saw that loud and clear. So we have a big obligation. We have to straighten out the country. The country's a mess. You know, when you talk inflation, when you talk the border, when you talk about the wall, when you talk about all of these things, the wall could have been finished in three weeks. And it was. It had such an impact because we built almost 500 miles of wall. And we had the best numbers on the border we've ever had. Uh, the drug numbers were almost mm-hmm. the lowest ever recorded. Uh, They've been recording them for a long time, but we were stopping the drug traffic to a large extent. And we've never had a southern border as good, and now it's the worst it's ever been, whether it's human trafficking, whether it's drugs, whether it's people coming across. It's by far the worst it's ever been. Uh, everything, every single thing we have is in bad shape. The military has become woke. We have great generals, but not the guys that yeah. you see on television. I mean, we took out ISIS, 100% of the ISIS caliphate. We got al-Baghdadi. We, I mean, w- nobody's done the job that we've done. And now every single thing, inflation, is totally self-inflicted. I think inflation is largely because of the energy. You know, the energy has gone up so much. It's uh, gone up so much that the bacon goes up with it because every single thing you do is related somehow, whether it's the trucks or the machines that make the product or whatever it may be, the planes that fly it to a destination. Everything's uh, related to energy. It's so big. And energy is doubled and tripled. It's going to be tripled and quadrupled. And And he got rid of the Keystone
0: Pipeline day one. Day one. And he stopped uh, leases on federal lands Mm. and water day one. This energy crisis and the inflation and the national security all tie back to his failure and the unwinding of your success.
1: And he never said he was getting rid of it. I mean, he never said he was going to do the Keystone XL pipeline. And you have the head of the union. He was a Democrat, and he endorsed o Biden. He endorsed O'Biden, because I call it O. Biden because <laughs> sure. it's a combination of the two. And, you know, they really hurt this country. They've hurt this country so badly. But what's happened in the last year, now it's almost, you know, it's hard yeah. to believe. We're talking about two and a half years, okay? Okay, think of it. Two and a half years till. The big presidential exactly. election. Hard to believe it. Time Hard to does believe fly. It does fly. And we're talking about six months till a very, I think we're going to have mid-term. a tremendously successful midterm. But when you look at the damage that this man and this administration has done in, if you take the worst five presidents in the history of our country and add them up together, you haven't seen damage like this. There's never been anything like it. This country is so badly hurt. Plus, it's lost its confidence yeah. Uh, America has lost its confidence. It's lost its self-respect. It's not respected anywhere in the world. They're laughing at us. There's never been, and I, I must tell you, the borders are horrible. A lot of, our government is,
0: the American people are strong. But you they're know, suffering.
1: They're, they're, it has lost its confidence. Yeah, it's they, lost they've its lost its their
0: confidence in this government, for but sure. But if you
1: think about it, I really believe it was Afghanistan, the way yes. they withdrew from Afghanistan. The border's horrible. All the stuff is horrible, inflation. The crime. But that showed something that was so grossly incompetent. And then leaving $85 billion behind, leaving American citizens, many, could be thousands, behind. Taking out hundreds of thousands of people. We have no idea who they are. Many terrorists are in that group. Many, many terrorists. Just
0: loading planes up filled with people. No vetting.
1: And leaving dead soldiers. And we hadn't lost a soldier in 18 months. You know that because I've heard you say that. But we hadn't lost a soldier. I spoke to the head of the Taliban, Abdul. I said, Abdul, don't do it. Don't do it. And we hadn't lost a soldier in 18 months until that day. It's uh, just, I, I really believe that was... Maybe the most embarrassing day for this country in its history.
0: It was, and it would not have happened under your watch. It would never have
1: happened. I
0: do think we're heading for a good midterm. And I want to talk about something that you did that a lot of people don't realize in Virginia. We had a great election night with Glenn Youngkin, Jason Meares, Winsome Sears. We won back the House of Delegates. But you made a tele-rally, and you called hundreds of thousands of Trump supporters that we're not going to turn out in that race, and we've targeted um, 125,000 that we've identified, right. that were on the call with you the Monday before that Yunkin election, and you turned them out, and you flipped Virginia. He won by 67,000 yeah. votes.
1: No, we had hundreds of thousands. The of power
0: people. of your support yeah. cannot be underestimated, and I know Glenn sent you a really gracious he note did. thanking it was very
1: you. nice. Yeah, he sent me a beautiful letter. He called me the night of the event, the big, very successful event. And, uh, no, it was very nice. No, we, hundreds of thousands of people went to vote. Not only that we're in the tele-rally, the teleconference, they call them teleconference yes. calls. They're beautiful or town halls, but hundreds of thousands of people. And those people voted, but a lot of, of other people voted. And, uh, they really got out the vote. And if you remember, uh, his opponent was only going against Trump. I mean, it was. It's all he did. Think, I think he helped to get out the vote. I think he really made people aware. So that was a great victory, and we have a lot of other great victories, and I think we're going to have some of our best victories coming up.
0: Well, you just had 33 and zero in Texas with your endorsement. Right. What are you going to be doing for the midterms? I know a lot of people, too, uh, first, they're discouraged about 2020. They don't know if their vote will count. Yeah. We need them to go vote. But, two how much are you going to be out there helping our candidates and win back the house So and the we Senate? have
1: found tremendous voter fraud in fact 2 days ago in Wisconsin mm-hmm. as you saw they just announced they want to decertify I guess and other things I saw that found so many you know tens of thousands of us and uh, Pennsylvania's very uh, very just very changed advanced. their just said
0: that they will not accept ballots that don't have a date yeah, go figure yeah, yeah. and democrats are still suing to get rid of voter ID and oh, it's all terrible. these
1: things why would anybody not want voter ID exactly. except that they want to cheat? That's the only reason. And
0: they also put in two laws to let non-citizens vote right. in New York <laughs> and Vermont. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, I mean, don't
0: tell me they're the party that loves secure elections. So what are you going to be doing heading into this midterm? Are you going to be on the
1: road? Yeah. Or are you going to be doing tele-rallies? So we'll be working with a lot of good candidates uh, with endorsements, with rallies and with tele-rallies. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of rallies. We have one Next week in South Carolina. Okay. Sort of. We have one tonight with your RNC. I heard you have a tremendous crowd. We're doing this first, but we have a a great crowd tonight. Uh, But we're going to do big, very big rallies. We had 87,000 people in Texas a few weeks ago. It was unbelievable. We had 63,000 people. We had an incredible uh, one in Alabama. Uh, We're going to different states, and we're getting bigger numbers than we've ever gotten. And the reason is that they're angry. The people are angry and what's gone on in the country with the elections, with the border, with Afghanistan, with just about everything. And now Ukraine maybe is worse than everything combined. What's happening in Ukraine is a mass murder. Yep. It could be millions of people by the time it's finished. This is what, what's going on. is not even believable. You know, people watch it on television and they get used to, oh, gee, they see a building here, a building there burning. You know, you look at what happened in Florida with the building collapse, Right. And it was terrible and horrible and a lot of people killed. Well, they have those buildings collapsing all over. Great point. This large piece of land all over, all over Ukraine. They're just being collapsed by missiles hitting them and by army tanks shooting shells into them. And here we have one building in our great state of Florida that collapsed. But look at what's going on in Ukraine. Many, many buildings are collapsing with people in them. It's no, it's mass murder.
0: It is massive. It's genocide. And as we see the kids being separated from their dads and the the sadness, I think every American's feeling that right now. We need to win it back. And you're going to be key. We need you. And- what would you say to those voters at these rallies of the importance of this election? So
1: we're going to do it again. We did a great job. We had the greatest economy that anybody's ever had. And that means other nations also. Nobody's ever done. And then we got hit by the uh, China virus. The dust flew in from China. Yep. And we got hit by the China virus. And we did it again. We we got the vaccines. We got the therapeutics. We did so many things that were so amaz- amazing. Operation Warp Speed, which everybody admits was America and it was America. And miracle. thank you,
0: because yeah. you saved lives, and you, you did have. it in a way—it would have taken five, ten years to get those vaccines yeah. normal, and this is what President Trump does. Yeah. You cut through. You say, I'm sick of the government. Let's figure out a way to be efficient. You bring in the private sector, and you yeah. saved hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of lives with that.
1: Well, you know, we had in 1917, 100 million people died. I think we would have had the same thing. So we did something that was incredible. We did it in less than nine months, and it was supposed to take anywhere from five to 12 years. Not that the FDA likes me too much. <laughs> I would say that they don't exactly like me, but that's okay. Uh, but we've done a job, and uh, we're going to, you know, look at very strongly doing it. We can, I think we can really do something that will be uh, comparable, if not even better, than the job we did before. So don't lose hope. I mean, the people we can't lose get hope. There's Let's take so back the
0: House and the Senate. Yeah, Because yeah. they'll change election laws if yeah, we don't. that's true. They tried to get rid of uh, voter ID in 36 states. People don't re- realize this. Uh, they passed that. They tried to pass that Right to Cheat Act, right. which would have gotten voter ID laws gone, right. ballot harvesting. A good name, right? That's what they were going to sure. pass. Well, and then if we don't win it back, that's what they'll do, which will hurt us for 2024. When did you get that name? I
1: love that. I made right it Right to Cheat Act. That's a very <laughs> right to the cheat. The RNC. That's what it was. The that's right why to you ch-
0: picked me to be RNC chair.
1: You know, it's interesting. The Democrat National Convention, right? Yeah. To get in, they showed me the pass. It's as big as you are. It's a thing, <laughs> and it shows pictures from two different angles and everything else to get into their convention. That, that's their security. But they don't want any no. voter ID. No,
0: their, their, their new law actually would have made it so a person could come in and say, this person is who they say they are. That's, right. that's all you it's needed so, to vote. Oh, I mean, sorry. it's just crazy. It's, so well, it's that's insane. Because they
1: want to cheat. They and, want to and cheat. And the only reason you'd want that is you want to cheat.
0: And that's why you want non-citizens to be able to vote and all those things. So this election is so critical. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for being out there. I just have two fun things I Go wanted ahead. to say to you. One, you're such a wonderful person. You've been so great to women. I'm the, only the second woman to be RNC chair, Kellyanne the first um, to run a successful race. But one thing that I will always remember is my first time coming to the Oval Office. You said, is this is this your first time? And I said, yes, and it's intimidating. And you said, take a minute and just look around. And you were always so gracious and wonderful to everybody, whether on Air Force One or in the Oval Office. But you always had the majesty of the office in your heart. You never took it for granted. So thank you for that. Thank you. And my last question, and this is a myth that's out there, and I don't know if it's true or not. When you were elected, and I know you love golf, uh, a lot of world leaders were trying to get a hold of you. And they didn't know how because you were not a governor. That's right. So— I have heard that the Prime Minister of Australia called Greg Norman, and Greg Norman's the one who connected
1: you. Is that true? Oh, that is true. Greg <laughs> Norman's a good guy. He's a friend of mine. And uh, Jack Nicholas got through, and other people got through, and some people couldn't, but we got to everybody. So the but, golf
0: world connected you.
1: Well, we, we connected, and they're great people. You know, Jack is an incredible champion, and Greg has been a champion for a long time, and he's a wonderful guy. And... Yeah, these are, these are a lot of great people, but we have leaders that are great. We have some great world leaders and, um, they all got through and we did well together. We had a, a big problem with COVID, a gift yeah. from China and we had a big problem, but a lot of them did a very good job and some of them not so good. I mean, I could tell you the ones that were great and the ones that were not so good, but, uh, we got it done and, we should be doing much better. We're doing so badly. I don't think the country's ever been at a lower point than it is right now. We're being pushed around. Even the way Putin talks to Biden about Ukraine, he says, don't get involved. Don't get near the fly zone. We're nuclear power. Don't get near us. We're nuclear power. Well, we're a nuclear power too. We're a bigger nuclear power you know, I had all of the nukes redone and modernized and renovated and also new you ones. Also, Not that I want them, but you need them for a case like that. But this.
0: you strengthened our military, too. The you came in and it was totally in a built. terrible state. You yes. knew that was important. You understood strength. Yeah. And— the world saw that, and they understood weakness when they saw Biden, and that's right. why we're in the position we're in. So we have
1: a brand new military, two and a half trillion dollars. Now we left eighty-five billion behind in Afghanistan,
0: which so could have been used in Ukraine it right could now. Could have
1: been used. That's more than that's ten times more than they asked for, right? Exactly. Think of it. That's far more than they asked for. And we just left it behind. Just left it behind and ran. And ran.
0: And and left Americans behind.
1: There's never been anything so horrible or so embarrassing in terms of this country. Never In terms of prestige and embarrassment and all, there's never been anything like that. And I really think that's when it started going bad. I really believe that Putin wasn't really—because I spoke to him about—I spoke to him very strongly about Ukraine— I really believe that Putin wasn't thinking too much. When he saw that mess that these people did, our generals, the stupidity of what they left behind and the dead soldiers and everything else, when he saw that, I think he said, maybe this isn't a bad time to act.
0: You you pick your moment, right? Yeah. And he saw his moment when he saw that weakness. Uh, What would you say to a candidate right now— is getting ready to gear up and run, what would, advice would you give them to be successful in 2022?
1: Well, number one, you need tremendous energy. Uh, you have to be smart. There are a lot of tricks out there, and you have to be smart. Uh, you have to be – you have to love our country. I really think to do it well, you have to love our country. And I I really – you know, I've been fighting off hoaxes and scams and everything else for four years, all made-up stuff. Uh and you had such You've a great a, life. Well, you gave up I, so
0: much. I have, You gave up your salary. I had a great life. A great I
1: life. gave up. You know, people don't know that. So the president gets paid like four hundred to four fifty a yeah. year, four hundred and fifty thousand, and I gave it up. You gave it I up. I gave it all up. I didn't take it. And uh, you actually have to take it and then give it back. And you so give so it you to charities. It, and I gave it back. And No, I gave it, you give it to different departments. So you give it uh, on drugs, you give it on, so you give it to different departments. But uh, I gave it all back 100%. Because you
0: love this country. Because
1: I do love the country and because we need help in this country. We have have a country that just has lost its self-esteem. I don't know. I've never seen anything like it. People see me and they say, please, please come back. I mean, much more so than even before the election. They, they've they seen what happens, how bad it's being run, how bad things are being managed. And, you know, our country is at stake. We are really losing our country. We are. With, with what's happening, with the incompetence that we all see, we are losing our country. We are. And we are going to make America great again.
0: Again. Well, thank you, sir. Thanks thank for joining my much. podcast. It's thank been you. an honor to have you here. And it's thank you honor. for everything for our country. Thank you for everything you've done in my life I just can never thank you enough.
1: Thank you very much. Thank you. Great job.
0: Thank you. I'm Ronna McDaniel, and this is what Republicans stand for. Join us next time on Real America.
1: Paid for by the Republican National Committee. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. www.gop.com.